Hi everyone, welcome back to Canepa. I have here today with me Nick. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself today. Okay, my name is Nick Casparin, and I live in San Jose, California. I was born and raised here, and I'm a NIMBY. And a NIMBY is a non-binary person. I identify as trans, but non-binary. So I don't fit into the male-female role. And I also identify as queer. And I just love everyone. Yeah. 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 Same. <laughs> Living for it. What about you, Jay? I identify myself as queer as well. I don't identify fully as either male or female. And that's kind of hard for people to understand. And I don't blame them. Um, it's just that as a society, we're raised to only think about male or female and there's no in between. Mm -hmm. But in reality, everything's a spectrum. Some people are closer to one end and some people are closer to the other end. But like most people are kind of like in between. And so I feel like that's me too. I don't. I feel like I just am, you know, I don't really think of myself as a male or a female. I'm just like, like to be me. Mm -hmm. Hashtag can we live? Right. Okay. Hashtag can we live? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so I should, I feel like we should talk a little bit more about being non-binary and pronouns and everything in general. Today on Jay and Nick. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So we also have preferred names, right? And um, my preferred name is Nick. What's your preferred name? Um, I go back to um, my real name. So I just go by Hyung. And so why I laughed right there is because I called, him, I called them Jay and they are um, Hyung. So yeah. <laughs> um, I was telling Nick earlier, and I think I told you guys in the first episode that um, I just went by Jay just because it was easier for people. But right now it's just like, you know, I'm just going to own it. That's my name. So yeah. I think this is a good place to start and topic wise, because, um, as we're coming out, we're coming out every day. Right. Yeah. And I think we need to have a little patience for people. Um, because everyone has a different journey on acceptance. Like for instance, I have one parent who was, quick with it right and then I have another parent that's kind of struggling with it but I know that they love me and they're going to get there right and so not being so harsh on people when they're trying when they're trying to use their right pronouns when they're trying to use your right name and they're just messing up just giving them you know the time and space and being like it's okay and I appreciate you trying yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about that the other day. It's like we can't be frustrated with people because, again, as a society, we're raised to think a certain way. And so it takes time for people to get used to, you know, the different pronouns, like the different identities that you identify with. And so it's the same with me. Like my mom is like she's really quick to like follow up and like understand. But my dad, it takes him a little bit longer. And I don't blame him because he's Chinese and Chinese people are very traditional. And so, yeah, it's just like... We have to remember that people don't really know about this stuff. Um, a lot of people still, um, in a way, um, not in a, I was going to say live in a bubble, but not, that's not what I'm trying to say. It's that, um, again, we has, living here in the Bay Area, it's a lot easier for us to kind of be surrounded by queer people, by people from different ethnicities and everything. It's a very diverse group of people here. Yeah, but we are in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But not everybody in every state or every country is like that. So we just have to keep an open mind and, you know, let people ease into it and give them time to process things. And we're asking for respect and understanding, so why not give it back? Exactly. You know? And I think it's going to give a better perspective to it and outlook on it. And people are going to be like, wow, okay, this person is giving me the time to understand this and the space. Wow. Okay. It's going to make me think. And it's just going to put a better feel in their mouth or their, yeah. their head, you know, and I just think it'll give us a better name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just makes it like a welcoming environment for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like those trying to understand like for them to feel comfortable doing so and I feel like this leads us into there's so much hate within our own culture of LGBTQIA um, you know we have discrimination even between us and which is I think it stems from just not being educated yeah and not being open to things 
And I think if you come with a calm approach and you're not aggressive and, you know, you don't have to be the teacher. Like we shouldn't be the responsible ones to like having to educate all the time. But if you find yourself in a situation and you feel comfortable, I think you should. Yeah. That's how I felt with um, a lot of my um, friends because I, for the most part, I'm usually the only queer person around them. And so... Um, because they don't understand what it's like. Oh, excuse me. I, my phone is silent, but I have my iMessage connected to my computer. But um, because I'm surrounded by um, more of like um, straight people, then it's, you know, like I feel like sometimes I feel the need to kind of explain things and just to like, you know, not necessarily um, has the teacher, but just like just to kind of help them f- figure out the way I'm feeling at the time. And you know what? I think that we should feel comfortable in talking about this. I know it's a scary subject, and sometimes you have to put yourself out there, and you don't know what the response is going to be. Like, for instance, Jay and I, we go to school. And every semester, because we don't get that bubble of non-binary, we only get that bubble of of female or male, um, we can do the preferred name, at least, But every semester, Jay and I have to go, hi, professor, we prefer they, them, there, you know, and it's this constant coming out process. And I find that I just open up about it to people and I just start talking about it and then slowly it becomes known. Yeah. And, but it's, it's a difficult process and it's not easy and I'm not saying that it's easy, but I think, you know, we just need to open up more. Yeah. And put ourselves out there because that's what generations before us did for the LGBT and look where we're at, you know? Yeah. And we still have a long journey ahead, <laughs> a long one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a lot better though. But 2019 DMV, California, we get to check that box, non-binary. Oh, yes. I stand. <laughs> I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Freaking wow. Hallelujah. There we go. Talking about like checking things off, I never know what to put when they only give me an option of Hispanic or Asian. I'm like, um, but I'm both. So I'm like, I, I sometimes I don't even have the other options. So I'm yeah. just like, I don't really know like what yeah. to put. So, but yeah, I didn't know they have that at the DMV this year. I kind of feel that way too when it's just like Caucasian white, <laughs> you know, because like I don't really identify with that. Like I have so much ancestry that. I feel like, you know, can I just put human, you know, but like, I understand why we have these things. Yeah. But that's a different topic. (laughs) (laughs) A totally different topic. An episode dedicated just to that. Yeah. Um. So. So. What do you out there want to know? Right. (laughs) I wish we could have like a live Twitter questionnaire. Oh, Yeah. Maybe I can put it on Instagram right now, but by the time like people answer it, it just might yeah. be too late. We'll do that for next time. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, we literally just went out to eat um, lunch. We had Greek food and then we went for coffee. Well, I got my ears pierced actually oh, yes. before we got coffee. And yeah, we're back. I'm actually pretty energetic. The espresso yeah. shots are like hitting right now. Yes. Yes. They are like, we've had a couple outtakes because, <laughs> you know, he, j- Hyung would be talking and it would be totally calm and soothing. And then I would talk and it'd be like, ah! <laughs> but I love it. I feel like that's me most of the time too, though. So and that's me in your face, in your face. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah, um, I, for some reason, when I have a microphone in front of me, my voice just kind of like calms down. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Giving ASMR action. <laughs> um, so... Let's talk about like when we kind of discovered like that we were non-binary and that little journey. Yeah. Um, for me, it was after I came out as gay and how I found out was kind of like I got really uncomfortable every time someone referred to me as a man. And I didn't know what it was at the time. I just knew that it made me uncomfortable. But I also knew that I didn't think of myself as a woman so I not I didn't necessarily want it to be called a woman either because um I'm not trans and I'm just like in between and I it took me the longest time to kind of figure out what it meant 
to me um, until actually I met you and we had this conversation, like, I think it was like a year or two years ago. Mm -hmm. And then you came to me and then you told me that you were genderqueer. And then I was like, oh my God, that's literally me. I just didn't know how to put it into words. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's kind of how I found out. I just felt uncomfortable with either pronouns. How about you? So mine's a little longer because um, I've been on this earth a little longer than Jay. Uh, oh my God, I keep totally saying your name wrong and I'm sorry. It's okay. Hyung. Okay. So Hyung and I met um, and he, they were 19? I Yeah, I think so. Okay. 19. And I think I was 33. So I'm a little bit older. <laughs> Um, so my journey kind of starts off with, I was 16 and I, I came out to my mom and I told her that I was bi and cause I felt like that was safe, you know, back in the day, this is like right when Ellen came out. Oh. So like things were not okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she got a lot of back backlash. Yeah. Her show got canceled and yeah, but now she's like one of our heroes, right? And she really put it out there. And that's why I say, like, we need to put things out there more. Um, so I came out 16 by. Then at 18, I came out. I didn't know. I knew I liked women. I knew I liked guys. But I didn't really like the role I was playing with men. Um, so I came out as lesbian. Um, because that was the closest thing at the time that I, I identified with. I didn't really know about anything else. I only knew gay, lesbian. And... I kind of went back and forth, you know, hated myself. It, it was nasty. It got called names, got stuff thrown at me. Um, so I decided to actually move up. I'm from Southern California, and they're a little close-minded. <laughs> um, I actually mentioned that in my previous episode. Oh, really? Not SoCal in, um, specifically, but like California in general compared to Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. Um, I was comparing both of them. But I feel like in the Bay Area, we're a lot more open-minded. We are. And so I decided, I will actually, let, let me back up a little bit because I had a girlfriend that lived up here in San Francisco. And she introduced me, I was about 22, she introduced me to a bunch of her trans friends, uh, transgender, and I was like, what is this? Like, what? Like, and I so identified with um, female to male, and I was like, am I trans? And the more I thought about it, the more I researched about it, I was like, oh my gosh, I think so. But then there was a little part of me that was like, no, I don't feel fully male, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I expressed this to my parents. I hit a little backlash with them. They weren't not uh, on board with it. And so I kind of buried it deep inside of me. And I didn't talk about it again until later. So a friend of mine and I decided to move up to San Francisco because it's such an accepting area. And I wanted to feel comfortable. I wanted to feel protected when I walked out. I didn't want to have to think all the time, you know? And it was exhausting. And I kind of got to explore myself here. I got to be myself, and it was very freeing. And I started going to therapy, and I explored even more. And I was like, I think I'm trans. And I do identify with transgender, but... I don't agree with the whole binary of it. Same as anybody else that's not transgender. Um, I identify as trans non-binary. So I don't I'd fit into those two categories. And I slowly had to come out to people again. So I was coming out all over again. And it was scary because it was like, okay, the first time didn't go so well. So what's the second time going <clears> to <throat> feel like? And, you know, I feel like we're in a different place in a different time. And I, I found you at school and you were so accepting. My friends were so accepting. It was just, it was a really nice experience this time around. And I feel very blessed. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a long journey kind of figuring out because we didn't really know what was out there. And then you meet through experiences. I I feel very blessed as well, especially to have you in my life. <laughs> I feel like I've discovered so much through you because you're like, I feel like you're such an old soul. And when I first met you, our, I think it was like 
two years ago, right? Two years ago. 2016. Yeah, for chem class. Oh my God, that oh class my was God. horrible. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's taken me so long to figure out myself, yet at the same time, it's, it felt like it's been so fast. Because I feel like for the most part, when I lived in Puerto Rico, I bottled everything up. Um, I used to go to a private school and they were all religious. So I was constantly being told that I was wrong for being who I am and that I should change and I should like, you know, pray it away. And I'm just like, and as a kid that messes up your mind, it fucks with your mind. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, as a kid, I already was like depressed. Like even thinking about it, like each night I would think about it. Like, can you imagine as a kid, instead of being free, instead of being happy, instead of, you know, not caring about all these little things, you're like sitting in bed and you're thinking, oh my God, like what's wrong with me? And I need to change. And no, you don't need to change. You can just be who you are. It's just that it's that whole energy was like very negative. And I, um, but I'm thankful for it because I am the person I am today and I am fighting to be more free and to be who I am because of that, because I was restricted and because I wasn't allowed to be who I am. Now I fight harder Mm -hmm. to be who I want to be, you know? And you want that for others. You want that for other kids. And like, I feel like these days I'm walking around and I'm like, kids are coming out in elementary and I'm like, yes, like that's why I spoke up. That's why Ellen spoke up. That's why like Stonewall happened. That's why, you know, so many other things before us happened. So this could be, and yeah, we're still dealing with Trump and this whole trans shit and fucking LGBTQIA you know, discrimination and, and racism and all that stuff. But like, because we're speaking up, we're making change, we're making movement. Um, I really believe in that and I hope for it. Same. Really recently I've felt more like that because sometimes it's scary speaking up and, you know, um, yeah, because who wants to get discriminated against or, not talk to in class. I mean, that was my biggest fear was talking up in class and we have to do a lot of group projects because Jay and I are in the design department and we have to work with a lot of people. And what if no one likes us because of that? And I felt like my head played tricks on me, like was telling me no one's going to like you. But then I spoke up. I don't have a problem with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I'm just like, it's so nice. And if I did, you know, that's on them. Yeah. For me, it's more like a fear of safety. Uh, like, yes. I think I told you this, that I was harassed in mm-hmm. downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a constant thing, especially with men in general. I feel like sometimes I'm scared for my safety because a lot of them aren't secure in their own masculinity. They're not, you know, um, what's the word I'm trying to... Um, look for but basically they're not comfortable with themselves but instead of like trying to figure it out they take it out on others especially yeah. like lgbtq um ia people and so for me it's more of like a fear of safety like am i gonna get punched am i gonna get jumped you know um but honestly i don't care like if i do that's on them that shows more of their character and what's going on with them but i'm just gonna live my truth because i'm not i don't want to die and not live life the way I want to, you know? I don't want to regret anything. I want to be free. I'd much rather die being myself than being some fake-ass person. Yeah. (laughs) At the end of the day, we're here for us. Yeah. Like, we don't live life for others. Like, we work hard to get what we want and we need. And then nobody pays your bills. You pay your own bills. Yeah. I truly believe if, um, you know, there's more youngs and nicks that, you know, in numbers, that it'll be okay. You know, and yeah, there might be a couple missteps and people getting hurt, but hopefully with more of us, it'll happen less and less. Yeah, I agree. Just gonna have to keep an open mind. Just (laughs) love each other more. And, And that's partly why we're talking about this, right? Yeah. Is so people out there will feel safe, will know that there's other people out there for them maybe get educated and and know that you know we're not trying to be difficult with changing our pronouns or our preferred names we're trying to just be ourselves and we're and we're trying to 
you know, let people know that there's other things out there. And this is so deep in, in other cultures. I mean, some cultures have five genders. So it's like, you know, just let us live. Right? <laughs> Bottom line, hashtag let us live. Yeah. That is the motto. <laughs> yeah, that is the motto. Um, but yeah, I also am grateful um, for moving here because I also didn't know about transgender people until I moved here. And it was only after my third year here, I think, that I started to learn more about the queer community, um, the different pronouns, the different you know, identities and transgender people. And I love them. Like we, I love all of them. It's just like, I feel like they go through so much and all they want to do is just be themselves. Like they're not asking for anything else other than you respect them. And you know, they're human. And we're not we're shoving humans. it in your face either. We're yeah. just living. We're literally just trying to do our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just be us. When did you move here so people know how long you've been here? Um, yeah. I In the first episode, I, I talked about it okay. a little bit. Um, but I moved here in 2013. Okay. So it's been like wow. five to six years. Wow. So there needs to be more education about this like everywhere, everywhere. in the world. I feel like. I don't know if it's still true to this day, but at least when I used to live in Puerto Rico, there's not a lot of conversations happening around this stuff. Um, maybe it was just because I was like in a bubble with like the whole private school and like, uh-huh. you know, I was younger, so I might have not been exposed to this, but at least from my experience there, we just, they aren't very vocal about this stuff. I believe, I don't know if it's just California or United States, but I believe they're starting to teach um lgbt culture in elementary school oh nice so like it's it's wrapped up into the history which it should be yeah it should be (laughs) come on we're here we've been here we've been we've been here since forever literally forever (laughs) okay Um, it might have been adam and adam who knows who knows okay (laughs) or even eve you know or adam and steve Oh my gosh. Uh, I love being queer. I do too. I just love being myself. Yeah. You know, it's so freeing. Like, honestly, I was so angry before and I didn't know why. I was like, why am I so angry? And it didn't start to like open up in my mind until I started just like being myself and like stop hiding, opening up. And I feel like a flower blooming. Honestly, like in my community, with my friends, with my family, I feel like we're all just like expanding our minds and it's just like invigorating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel the same way too. Just, I'm so excited for the future. For It's just like I've met so many different types of people this past year and I'm grateful for all of them. And I think it's really important to have a diverse group of friends because, mm-hmm. you know, you learn more about each individual person and then as a whole you also learn about the community different communities and different you know minorities and everything so you become like a superstar human yeah (laughs) i feel like the more open-minded you are and the more you let in the more you grow and you become like a better person i feel like my brain is humongous because i've just absorbed all this knowledge yeah, we stare. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just like I'm so drawn to this microphone. <laughs> Me too. Isn't it huge though? I thought <laughs> that's what she said. It's huge. <laughs> no, but I thought when I bought it online, I thought it was gonna be a lot smaller, and then I opened. I love it. it. I like, I'm living for it. It's like 1920s. Like it's beautiful. I live for it too. I just want to be like scatter blah blah da la da. Hey. <laughs> Do you have any um, queer artists that you like that's your favorite? Oh, my goodness. Well, on Instagram, I actually follow hashtag queer artists, and a lot of stuff is anonymous, Um, but if you're looking to look at queer art, you can go hashtag queer artists on Instagram, and there's a lot of good stuff. Um, I'm just in love with art in general. Um... Sorry, I'm kind of on the spot. I don't know, like, a particular artist that... I know I'm living for Chuck Close. Um, he's one of my favorite artists, but he's not queer. Um, or art in general, yeah. Um, okay, well, 
Keith Haring, um, who is since passed, but he it was gay. Uh, he was HIV positive, and I am living for his art still to this day. Um, I just, it just like evoked like coming togetherness and just being free and being yourself and putting it out there and having fun and just like speaking up and using art as a way to communicate, you know, and it was around like a really hard time with HIV and it just brought a lot of awareness to that. And I think that I resonate with art like that, you know? Um, yeah. What about you? I don't have any specific favorite artists right now. Um, I'm really bad. I just like, I just go on Instagram and just kind of look at everything and I take as much as I can. Um, but let's see, maybe if I, someone pops up right now, I can like tell them. Oh, I've been really into, um, I, not BDSM. I was going to say BDSM. Oh, I'm into that like, girl. <laughs> um, but more of like, um, art that has to do with sexuality and being your sexual self. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. We can totally talk about this. Yeah. Okay. So Jay and I are like, oh my God, I did it again. <sighs> Young. I am so bad. I am teaching you that it's okay to mess yeah. up. That's what I'm teaching you. It's totally today. okay. Um, <laughs> takes time. It's not immediate. <laughs> it happened today. Okay. Give me some slack. Um, Young and I go to San Jose state. Um, it's in the Bay area. We're both in the design department. Um, they are doing the BFA in photography. I'm doing the BFA in interior design. And we have to take a lot of like extra art classes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so uh, this past semester, um, I had to take a jewelry. <laughs> Sorry, we're laughing because Callie is drinking water right now. <laughs> you can hear it. Um, I had to take a jewelry and like small metal sculptures class. And I was doing a lot of things like with a rib cage. And I really didn't know exactly where I was going with it until the very end and I figured it out I was like I feel like I am caged in my body I was like oh my god and I'm trying to break free and I'm trying to like explore this explore my feelings explore like why I feel this way and break out through art and I love that Oh my gosh, it was like so eye-opening and I had was doing my portfolio because we have to do that to get into the program and I realized my first project ever was a rib cage and spinal cord for this project and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm coming back full circle." And I'm freaking breaking through that mold, you know? And so I did this rib cage cock ring, but I did my fingers cuz I was like, "Who's to say?" we can't have a cock ring like on our fingers, you know, for the ones who don't identify as male or have male genitalia, Exactly. you know? And it was around like this topic of when I came out as a lesbian, I constantly got asked by cisgendered males, how do you fuck? And it's like, bitch. The same way you do. (laughs) Okay. I don't need a penis to fuck. So, So I did this whole cage around my fingers. And my favorite? Who's the girl? Who's the guy? Yeah. We're oh, both. Both. Who's the top? Who's the bottom? <laughs> it's like, that is for my business. Right. Only. Thank you. But, you know, I think art is really expressive. It can help you get through things. Um, and yeah, I was just like having fun with that. And I just wanted to share that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. You're I love it. For me, I feel like a lot of my pictures, well, not recently, but um, a good amount of them have been me nude. And I just felt, because I was like, I felt trapped in not being able to be f- like fully who I am as a gay and queer person. I, for the longest time I was trapped and then finally I found my freedom and now I'm just like trying to be as free as I can. And one of the ways I find freedom is to, you know, just be my sexual being. And I feel like we should all feel free to do so. And so that's why a lot of my picture is more in the nude, not only because I find bodies beautiful, like we all have different bodies. We have, you know, 
different shapes and forms and everything. And I think that's beautiful. But also I just wanted to own my sexuality in all aspects of it. I feel like um, Hyung and I, we have talked about this before. Like embracing our sexual beings and like being vocal about it and being okay with it. Because I feel like like society puts a stigma on it that it's not okay. It's dirty. Yeah. But it's not dirty. It's who we are. It's how we're born. We reproduce. We have sex. Like, shit goes down. Okay, girl? (laughs) Like, it's happening in the jungle, like, with all the animals. (laughs) Exactly. And we film it, you know? So, just Uh, let us live. Let us be. Yeah. Again, like you said, like, society puts, like, this negative, like, kind of, like, feel to it and, like, energy of, like, that you can be sexual and that you can't be free like that. And I'm just like, fuck it. I'm, I don't care anymore. I just, you know, that's, you know, just life. Yeah. Can we live? Can- <laughs> I love that. Can we live? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That hashtag is going on this. It is. <laughs> um, what about... <laughs> They did it. They did it. Okay. I love tongue pops. So you guys are probably going to hear this loud as fuck. And I apologize, but you know, I can't help it. Since we're talking about like queer art, what about queer music? Because I know Hyung and I are down for the music. Okay. We are definitely down. So who's your favorite artist? Oh, but... Oh, let me hear. Let me go on my playlist real quick and see. Well, I have like music that are not from queer artists but it's queer music do you, I don't know if that makes sense like they I don't know how to explain it but they basically make the music and they're just like very open and very welcoming and okay like, yeah um, no that makes sense <clears throat> let's see um I'm digging on um Sophia Wang I really like her music Oh, I'm living for that. I also like um, XX. Um, Love The them. guitarist is is a lesbian, I believe. Um, yeah, I'm just like... And I don't like just that music, right? Yeah. Like, because they're queer or anything. Like, I love everything. Same. Um, <clears throat> I feel like for me, if we're going more mainstream, I really do enjoy years and years. Um, I yes. Know, yeah. Yeah. He's like... I- I just love him. His press, his present on stage. I'm just like, I want to be that. Yeah. yeah, I have it on my playlist. I'm I went showing to a um, concert. Right I saw that. Yeah, I live my. I was living for gay it. Gay fantasy. I was living. Um, but I guess the Smiths, uh, Queen, love Queen. Um, Jeffrey Star. Uh, who else? Oh my goodness. I know um, Azalea Banks is not, right? No, she's not. But, she's my problematic fave. <laughs> but you know what? She has some drag queens on there representing. I don't know. I just feel like, yes, I'm living. I feel like a bad bitch whenever I listen to her. Uh-huh. I do too. I'm like, <laughs> and I sounded that like so dumb. I'm, I do too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like. So I kind of identify as like a gay male. <laughs> I live for it. I stand. I, I seriously, I feel like I'm trapped. <laughs> I'm trapped. I'm a gay man trapped in a female's body. <laughs> I love that. Um, and that is why I identify as a NIMBY. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so do you want to talk a little more about being queer? In what aspect? Like, because you might have a different outlook than I have, you know? Like, um, Nick prefers anybody. Um, why I identify as queer is because I identify as non-binary trans, and I also don't care if the person's trans. I don't care if they're a female, cisgender, you know, like, whatever. I'm down. I fall for the person. But disclaimer, I am married. <laughs> She's married. She's taken. They're taken. Sorry, yes, I apologize. Yes. No, it's They're okay. Taken. See, it happens. See, we learn. We learn and we grow. Guys, because it's we're brainwashed. Yeah, That's why. Exactly. Um, um, but I have a wife, uh, cisgender female, and she's lovely. Her name is not going to say it because they're a professional and I don't want to put them out there. Yeah. Privacy. Privacy. 
Um, but yeah, I'm accepting of everybody. So I just want to know where you stand. Um, so I identify myself as queer, um, again, going back because I don't really identify with either genders and I'm also just accepting of like in terms of love Mm -hmm. with anyone. I don't care if you're transgender. I don't care if you're cisgender, if you identified as that, because some people, even in like the queer community, I should say, like still identify as more of like a cisgender person and, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I'm open to all of that. I, again, I follow more the personality of someone instead of how they identify, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm very open. I don't have a specific type. I'm just like, you know, open in general. I've met people that I don't, I didn't think I was into, but then I met them and I was like, Oh my God, I have all these butterflies inside me. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And my wife like identified as a lesbian and I know that she had a hard time with me being trans because it affected her identity, right? She was in love <coughs> with women. <clears throat> um, but I'm like, you can still be that, you know? You can be whatever you want. And you just fell in love with me and our lives progressed, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. um, but instead of calling me her wife, she calls me her spouse, you know, because it's, let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about names. Like, for instance, I always have people that are really accepting like my uncle for instance is like what do i call you like are you my niece or my nephew like i want to be on board with this and i want to respect you but is there another name for niece and nephew for nimbies out there (laughs) can you guys like leave a comment if you know or jay do you know i don't know please inform us yeah please we'll be happy to learn Cause you know what we don't know everything exactly, <laughs> and we're and it's okay we're to students not know too <laughs> to this whole thing. Um, but yeah, I was wondering about that. I was like, what is a NIMBY for niece and nephew? I don't know. And what's another name besides kid? You know, because my parents feel like it's so like they don't love me if they call me their kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's another name for like daughter or son? I don't um, child, my child. Yeah. I don't know. My child. Yeah. yeah. My child or kid. But sometimes <clears throat> they feel like that's impersonal, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. What, or, or for instance, the niece and nephew, what about uncle or aunt? Yeah. I've just been going by gunkle, but that sounds <laughs> weird. And then I thought about uncle. <laughs> Uncle. Uncle. Oh, uncle. Yeah, the uncle. Like fusing words together. Like, I don't know. So, if you guys have any like suggestions out there, I'd like to hear them. Same. Yeah. Please tweet them my way or like (laughs) DM them my way. (laughs) Tell Hung. Hung. Oh my God. Actually, I don't think I've told you this, but I actually, none of my family members, except for my cousin, know that I'm like genderqueer. They only think um, of me as like a male. And I don't know how to break it down to them because it's kind of hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if they're like raised traditionally. So it's just like, I don't know. Like now that you mentioned all of this, I yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I'm slowly still coming out. You know, there's a lot of my friends that don't know. There's family members that don't know. And honestly, I've just been been telling the ones that I see or that I hang out with, or the friends that, you know, are closest to me. And I have close friends that I have still not told, but I don't see them as much. And Mm -hmm. I kind of, it's kind of like a in-person kind of thing for me. I don't know. I just, I love looking people in the eyes and telling them because it's like personal and it's, I'm telling you because I want to let you in to my Mm -hmm. life, you know? Yeah. And so I guess if you're asking for my opinion, you know, just if you want to let them in on your life, just tell them, you know, like next time you see them, be like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, like I actually identify as non-binary or genderqueer. You know, there's tons of names for it actually. Yeah. And there's tons of meanings. Um, like I'm trans non-binary. Jay is genderqueer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so like, it's whatever you want it to be, honestly, people. Um, but just like tell them, Hey, this is what I identify as. And I would love it if you would 
refer to me as this and that and you know yeah I just feel like for me it's the fear of not being accepted again it's like we have to come out so many different times and never I feel like it never ends Dude, every time even if they were accepting of me with the lesbian thing I still fear it yeah because it's like there's this thing on trans people um but yeah, it's like, that's one of my biggest fears is um, to not necessarily not be accepted, but it's just like, you never know how people are going to react. And it's, I can't help but fear it as a human being. Obviously, I don't want to fear it. I just want to live my truth. But, you know, it's kind of inevitable to feel a little bit of fear. Okay. <clears throat> I had a couple people that were fine with me being a lesbian, but it was like, oh my God, when I came out as trans, like, what the hell are you telling me? And <laughs> I was like, whoa, I thought you were going to be totally cool with this. So it actually brought more fear on. Yeah. Because I'm like, you were accepting with this other thing and you're not this thing. Oh, shit. How are people going to be that weren't accepting with the whole lesbian thing but came around? Yeah. And it was funny because the people that were not accepting of being lesbian and then came around were actually more accepting of the transgender thing. Mm. I have a funny story. I have a a stepmom and her dad, who is, I believe, 98 years old, she told him, hey, Coley, that's my nickname, and it's kind of like non-binary, so I still dig it, Uh, Coley is marrying a woman, and she was very nervous because they're like hardcore Catholic, and he was like, yeah, cool, I had gay friends, and she's like, what? You know, and it was like so rad. And then, you know, when I I came out as trans, non-binary, she told him again, hey, Coley prefers to be called Nick and they, them, there. And he's like, okay, I'll just have to practice that. It's like, this fool is 98 years old and he is like, I'm on board. What's up? I love that. (laughs) I'm here for it. I want to meet him. And he's like a native from Salvador, El Salvador. Uh, so he's Salvadorian. I don't Salvadorian, know. Salvadorian, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my sister was telling me it was like different things. Like, um, So, yeah. I just thought that was so freaking rad. Like, you're so accepting. That's why you can't put like ageism on it. Yeah. Like, it's not about the age. It's about the person, how they were raised. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Just, like, <laughs> people texting me right now. Um. But yeah, I just feel like, again, like you were saying, it depends on how you were raised and what area. Because also, like, location has to do with it. Like, geographically, like, if you were born more in, like, Puerto Rico, the Caribbean, or, like, if you were born here in the Bay Area or, like, Texas, like, different places, you know, like, there's different people in them. So it just depends on the environment and, like, everything that you grew up in. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, again, goes back to just being open-minded. You yeah. Know? But I think also, like, if more people are out there, then more people are going to be like, hey, I know somebody that's like that. You yeah. Know? I mean, even though I hate when people do that, they're like, hey, yeah, uh, you're really going to like my one friend. I'm like, oh, cool. What? They're into, like, AFI or rap, like, <laughs> or art? Like, no, they're gay. I was like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, cool. And then I had this one boss that was like, hey, you're really going to like this guy at this new store. And I was like, oh, cool. Why? And he's like, because he has tattoos and piercings. I was like, okay, yeah, because we all love each other. Yeah, right. (laughs) But, you know, I'm just accepting of anyone, so it's okay. Me too. That's happened to me before, too. Like, oh, my God, you're going to get along with this person so well. And I'm like, oh, okay. Are they, like, tell me about them. Oh, they're gay. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're like, sweet. Sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. I know uh, this one guy. He's gay. Oh, that's great. <laughs> or like, I have a gay friend. I'm like, oh, cool. We all do. <laughs> right? We all do. I have a hetero friend. <laughs> I would like you to meet them. <laughs> You're actually one of my real gay queer friends that I've ever had. Like, I've kind of known people through social media and stuff, but like, in like in person, like an actual connection, you were my first one. I exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just, again, going back to what I was saying earlier, I feel like through you, I've grown so much as a person and I feel liberated because seeing you, you know, live life before me and being so liberated and, you know, fighting your own battles, it gives me inspiration to do mine and, you know. I don't know if I've told Young this, but I will tell everyone and maybe I have told them. Okay, so when I entered chemistry 30A, organic chemistry, we had our lab the first day and I walk in and I see them and I'm like, yes, I am living for this person. I am going to sit by them because I know they're queer and I am going to embrace this motherfucker and we're going to become friends. I know it. And he, they turn to me and they say, you watch RuPaul Drag Race? <laughs> and I was like, I am living. Yes, I, I love do. That. I remember that. Yes. And I just like, I knew it. I knew I was just drawn to you. I was drawn to you. And I was like, I'm going to sit by this person and we're going to become friends. I know it. And we were lab partners. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember I did the tongue pop. And then yes. I, I could... Like from the side of like the side of my eye, I saw you like turn around. And I was like, "Oh, they know I, the tongue." Pop. You can't see me right now, but I was like, "Snap, next snap." <laughs> and that's when I asked you if you, you watch RuPaul's yes. Drag Race. Yeah, I just again same. I felt the same type of energy when like you sat next to me. I was just like, I just, I just felt wanna, so comfortable. Yeah. I was like, I someone is me in this class. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel connected and I feel safe. Yeah. Now. But yeah, that's exactly how I felt too. I like felt comfortable, especially. I still get nervous around hetero men. Like just like I don't mm-hmm. know, it's just like something I can't help. And there was a guy in our class, yeah. at our table, and he was the most hetero man, beefcake, yes. muscle boy, <laughs> hardcore, and he was so sweet. I know he but really so was intimidating. He was, and I was like so glad that I had you next to me because I was like I don't know I'm gonna get yeah. This. And you know what? I feel like men that are muscular and really butch maybe they feel the same way like hey like i'm accepting don't judge me by the way i look right i look scary and intimidating but i'm a sweetheart and i felt like that changed my mind about people too because i definitely had a lot of bad run-ins with cisgender males and yeah. so that like helped me be like, not everyone is the same, you know, kind of yeah. had to have a little mantra to myself. <laughs> like, it's okay. Don't judge. Yeah. It's just hard. Cause like, once you go through that experience <clears throat> you're in your brain, you're automatically like, they're all like that, but that's not the case. Like everyone's yeah. different, you know? And we want that same respect, right? Like yeah. we're not all like how you think we are Yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I miss. I don't miss chemistry at all. <laughs> Hell no. Um, but it was. But um, we passed, guys. Yeah, we passed. Barely. We made it. <laughs> barely. No, Jay, Jay did way better, but I barely <laughs> made it. No homo. No, no homo, though. No faggotry. <laughs> oh my gosh. But we didn't talk about the word faggot. Oh, yeah. And queer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I used to be really um, self conscious about the word faggot because it's used in a derogatory way. You know, and same with queer. It's same with queer. And so for the longest time, I would get nervous and I would like feel bad about myself when people call me faggot. But as of late, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just like, I am a faggot. And what about it? I'm going to yeah. own it. I'm That's taking it I back. Am. Yeah, I'm claiming it. Okay, like I'm homo, I'm faggot, I'm queer, I'm dyke, I am all these words. Fucking call me your names and you think you're putting me down, bitch, you are rising me up. Exactly. <laughs> I just feel stronger every time. Yeah. I, that's my kink. Call me a faggot. <laughs> faggot. <laughs> queer. <laughs> dyke. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, ooh, I'm filling up. I'm filling up with your energy. Yeah, give me your hate. I'm taking it and I'm turning around and I'm spitting it out at you. Yeah, oh my God. The last time I felt bad about me being called a faggot was um, the one time I told you I got harassed. Yeah, because you're wearing your fucking pink hat. Yeah, and my shorts. Okay. Literally, that was it. And I'm like, how insecure must you feel to go out of your own way and call someone else a faggot and trying to put them down? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, unnecessary. But you know what? At the end of the day, I don't... 
I grew up from that experience, you know, it definitely made me stronger and now I'm just like claiming it. I'm just like, that's who I am. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm embracing it. <laughs> Some of my friends, especially my, um, straight friends get uncomfortable when I say faggot and it's because, you know, it's used in a negative way, but I'm just like, you know, I just own it. I'm owning it, you know? Okay. So how do you feel about heterosexual people using the word faggot? Towards me or like well, in general let's say let's say that they're using it in a positive manner okay they're like oh you're you're my faggot or something like that you know like how do you feel about that um do you feel you have to be queer to only use that word or um i don't know actually i've never thought about this it's 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 a thing to think about right yeah like i don't know i feel like I with might, my friends, I would be okay with it, but I don't know how I would feel if someone else. I might feel uncomfortable it. with it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if someone calls me faggot and they're using it in a bad way, I'm going to soak that negative energy and I'm going to spit out like positivity. But like, if someone's like, "Oh, I love this faggot" or something like that, I don't know how I'd feel about it, honestly. I'm not to that point where I think I'd feel comfortable with them saying it if they weren't part of the LGBT, but I don't want to be excluding them as well yeah. from it, you know? No, so I think that's how I feel too, because the only times people have called me a faggot are other faggots. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I live. Yeah. I'm like, yes, yeah. we own it. Um, but I've never been called a faggot or referred to as a faggot from straight people like and other people. But, but if someone asked me like, hey, are you queer? I'm fine with that. Yeah. But if someone was like, hey, are you a faggot? <laughs> like, <laughs> would you feel okay with that? I would probably, like, not feel like... I would, be, like, put my yeah. defenses up, like, you know. Like, what are you, a fag? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, in the moment, I may be like, yeah, I'm a fag. Like, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> inside, I'd be like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah. I've actually never thought about it until now that you brought it up. Maybe we'll revisit this. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sound off on the comments below. Just kidding. <laughs> Sounds like a YouTube video. <laughs> no. Oh, we definitely need to film this because Jay and I are, Hyung and I are very animated. We, very, we really are. We talk with our hands. We like all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and our hair is living. It is. It's just like, it's long. We both need a haircut oh, yes, right now. Very much so. <laughs> and I won't be doing that because I can't. <laughs> if we um, if we record a video, I'll just pretend to be you, and you can do the tongue pop. Yes, we we've done it before, actually. Yeah. Um. So, is there anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it. Yeah, we're we done. can revisit other topics and some of these topics in like a later episode because I feel like there's so much to talk about that we can possibly like just make it into one. Yeah, I totally agree. It's like. An ongoing conversation, just like it's fluid with our pronouns, it's in our genders, it's fluid with this topic. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Um, but yeah, thanks. All right, sorry guys for the awkward cut. I don't know what happened to the original recording, but it kind of cut off. So before I leave, I just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and for listening. And I just want to thank Jay for this platform and for inviting me to speak with you. And I look forward to future endeavors with all of you. And have a great day. Have a great day, you guys. Thank Bye -bye. you. See you on the next one.